a Shishkin Productions podcast. Three, three, two, three, 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 forty, three, sixty-one. That's right. That's this is real hotline. When I called, it was your personal voicemail, so I might have actually given away his personal phone number. It forwards to my phone. Like I only have one phone. Are you gonna get me a work phone? I will. I'll uh, get you one. A little flip right. phone. A little, little flip phone. That'd be a cool. Burner. <laughs> this is a real hotline. Is a burner phone. <laughs> Welcome, Sizzlers, to another edition of the Sizzle Reel Podcast. This is your host, Chris Eastman. Alexi should be showing up sometime. He's not here right now. That's all I got. Maybe uh, maybe I should bring in an extra special guest. No, not you. You, Alan. Oh, hello, it's mate. It's been so it's long, been brother. It's been ages. It has been fortnights. Dude, that's, it's so good to and see I'm you again. And I'm talking epic games. <laughs> They've made a lot of money off that game. Chris, how have you been? How has everything been in NTSC land? Oh, it's it's been pretty great. I actually, I'm fully vaccinated as of the other day. Oh, congratulations. Got what, both, uh, both doses. Is the AstraZeneca? No, that kills people, I've heard. It's all we have over here. Oh, well, that's... Yeah, we've been astrazeneca Have you gotten one? I've gotten four. Four? I'm <laughs> trying to... Too many. No, I'm trying to stay ahead of it. Uh, I've, I just got the two. I got Moderna. You got Moderna? two of them. The mo- modern, modern hey, A? Moderna. Okay, yeah, so I got that, and uh, I'm healthy, so I think I can come visit you now. Yeah, we're, we're, yeah, yeah, it's about Am that. Am I allowed in, or is there some weird Brexit the, shit? It's a weird, weird Brexit, yeah. The United States is considered a red zone. A red zone? Yeah, we're not letting, we're not letting people in. You think we're in. communists here? Where's Florida, mostly? That's what's the problem. <laughs> the problem's been Florida, Texas, that kind of thing. Yeah, but if, if you don't let Floridians in, what if Floridians don't let the Brits in? How, how's anyone going to Disney it's, World? It's all right. We David Beckham, he's in Miami, isn't he? Yeah, he is. So, yeah, he we've, can pull some strings. We've been, yeah, we've, we've been having a, a, a right time. We've, uh, I've been editing a lot of videos over here in PAL. And pal. At 25 frames per second. That's such a stupid standard. I just well, want you to know that. That's okay. I mean, you, you believe what you want to believe, isn't it? I, I think Joe Biden is uh, not great. So there it is. That's what I can say. He's no Tony Blair. Look. Yeah. Come come at me, as you say. I, I can't get into a geopolitical discussion right now because I'm a, an uneducated American. Well, I, you know, I, I have a question. How did I even get into in, in here with no with my no AstraZeneca four AstraZeneca shots? Oh, I thought you were on uh, a Zoom call. Maybe. No, I'm right. I'm right here. <laughs> <laughs> You're physically in my presence right now. Yeah, I've I managed to sneak in. Oh man, I need to pay more attention. Well, I put on a, a ten gallon hat. And uh, I made my voice kind of like this, and that's how I got into America. Oh, okay, yeah. When you when you talk like that, you don't need a vaccine. Hey, they let me right through customs, just whoosh, breezed right through. Didn't even bring a passport. They just said, so crazy. You look so American in your ten gallon hat. Come on in. That's really cool. Yeah, it's been it, it's it's actually been. Uh, I'm I'm glad that the pandemic is coming to an, an end here. I don't know if you can say that though. Just did, mate. Light at the end of the tunnel, and then all of a yeah. sudden, all of a sudden, it's nighttime. The sun goes down, it, but it, it will rise again. Eternal slumber. It's the sun rises at the end of the night, doesn't it? Wow. Yeah. Or at the beginning of the day. So, Chris, um, 
where is Alexi? Where, where is he? I, 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 every time I come to the States. I don't know. Last time I checked, he was watching YouTube videos. Yeah, I heard he's I heard he's been working on a lot of high quality YouTube content. Yeah, yeah, he's he fancies himself a VO artist now. He's been yeah, he's been recording he? VO and like it's I think classic. it's starting to go to his head. He's he's just watching <laughs> all of his former YouTube VO videos. Of course he is. And he just loves to listen to himself talk. Uh, now he's doing like accents all the time and uh, shit like that. Uh, it's, yeah, it's it's uh, he's pretty good. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he's pretty good, I guess. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it, it's just frustrating because he's unreliable. You can't expect him to be here for the podcast. You know, it's, it's the last day that we can record before this thing goes live and he's nowhere to be found. Well, he does it all the time. He says, oh, come through at uh, Mike Blisk. Come at 10, 1030. And then he rolls in at 1130. He'll give you a call. Hey, Chris. Can you tell Mike to work on this project? It's crazy because I didn't even know Mike was coming in today. He just showed up. He just popped right in. I thought he was trying to rob me. Yeah. And he, uh, you know what? Yeah, is this him right here? Is this is this Mike Bliss? It is Mike Bliss. Have Have you guys not met? We've never met. I, oh. thought, I thought this was the PA. Oh, no. What's he doing here? Why is he so short and Mike, so young? Mike, this is this is my pal, Alan. Hey. Very nice to meet you, Alan. You too, Michael. I, I heard you're a big football fan. Oh yeah, yeah. Of uh, who? Who? What club do you support? Well, n- not not Arsenal. I'll tell you that. Yeah, oh, neither wow. do I. Wow. They're, they're they're a bunch of right uh, bitches. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard he likes liver poop. Liver poop. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That's how you say it. Yeah. Um, I uh, I myself am a West Bromwich Albion supporter. Mm, mm-hmm. East yeah. Ham United all day. East Ham. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. He's he's a big East Ham supporter. <laughs> well, you know, um. I, well, Chris, thank you for having me. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, I'm so glad that you're here. I forgot to say that, didn't I? Two, two guests on the show today. Yeah. that's. I'm actually really overwhelmed because I'm not good at, at controlling a conversation. All of a sudden, I got I got two sets of eyes staring me down. Yeah, two sets of eyes, two British eyes, two Minnesotan I listened to your to your episode, actually, so I know where you're from. <laughs> Shout out, Minnesota. Shout out, Minnesota. Shout out, Minnesota. Um, yeah, Chris. Well, uh, anything you you want to know about England? Uh, yeah, yeah. Do you do you know my grandparents? They're they're oh from there. They're they're from somewhere in London. Oh, they, have uh, you been to somewhere in London? I've been to London twice. Are they from my uh, the city that we established <laughs> I was from <laughs> earlier in the show? That's <laughs> like ten episodes ago, perhaps. I, I can't remember. I thought it was something to do with garbage so, some, or kitchen sink. Art. something shyer yeah okay something shyer. something shyer. well uh yeah i do know i do know your grandparents that's love awesome people. Yeah. could you say hello to them for me i can't say hello but i can say pip pip cheerio uh, please don't <laughs> okay well, just forget the whole thing all right well if i do find them i'll i'll let them know that they need to come on the podcast be pretty good right yeah yeah get, get them on there so, so you came all the way over here just to uh, be on this podcast? Well, no, I came over here because <laughs> I keep, Alexi keeps telling me to come to the podcast. Every time I show up, he's not here. That's true. It's it's, a, it's is, a problem. I think this is the third time in the, in the last year. I've probably spent 
<laughs> upwards of two and a half thousand pounds on plane tickets. It's it's just been a, a just, whole mess. You know, write it off. Travel expense. I don't know how taxes work in, I, in jolly old England. I've been sending invoices to accounts at shishkinproductions.com. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think those go to the spam folder. Oh, okay. That would explain a lot. That yeah. would explain quite, quite <laughs> a bit. Michael is yeah. getting, paid, getting paid either. I've been doing work over here for over a year. I haven't been paid a single cent. Neither have I. This is this is absolutely huh. Oh, Good experience to the though. bottom of something. You know, I that's weird because I've been getting paid double for the last year. I don't, I think maybe hmm. yeah, maybe they switch stuff up in the was in I the so, accounting department. Oh, I've been accidentally putting Chris's bank and routing number. Oh, that's weird. But they pay you with VAT. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's just an international payment thing. I think those are taxes, uh, you know, after, after. I don't think that's I've been, on... Yeah. on uh, There's lots of VAT on my paychecks. Uh, yeah. yeah. VAT, uh, other things, fish and chips. Uh, <laughs> they put that on your paycheck? They do. Like, yeah. it's just like a greasy paycheck? Well, you know how they usually wrap it in... They used to wrap it in newspapers. That's true. Now that's they wrap true. it in... Paychecks. <laughs> is, the, is the British pound that devalued these days? You know, crypto is the future, so <laughs> we just take all our our paper money and wrap the wrap fish and chips in it. Yeah. Damn, that's really cool. I mean, you, you Brits, you. you're very you're so so far ahead of us Americans. Yeah, super cool. Five hours actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're quite uh, we're quite a ways ahead. I mean, six during during daylight savings, right? That's right. Um. All right. Well, if he if he's not coming back, he's not. Okay. Well, I might I might have to leave. Then. That's all right. Me and Mike Bliss can hold it down. Okay. You you guys hold it down and let me put on my ten gallon hat. I'll oh. see you guys later. <laughs> bye. bye. Bye, Alan. Bye. Oh, what a pal that guy is, Mike. I can't believe you never met him before. No. Yeah, I was very surprised actually when he rolled up today. You know, I I think we were neglectful in not asking him some some editing questions. I mean, after all, he is our pal Alan who edits in pal. Mm, yeah, I actually didn't even know he had edited at all. Yeah, that's apparently what he does. Or maybe he Thought maybe he, just he ate shoots fish and chips all day. Uh, I mean, he kind of looks like it these days. Jesus, let himself go. He's <laughs> like, oh, this is Zoom. They only see my neck up. Yeah, well, your neck's fat too, pal. <laughs> Jeez. Yo, what's up, guys? Uh, sorry. What uh, say, oh, my bad. I'm back. Um, sorry, I'm late. Was was Alan? Did Alan come through? Yeah, today? Alan came through. What the fuck, man? He missed him. Missed yeah. him again. Yeah. What? How's he looking? Pretty fat. He's fat. He's fat. He's, <laughs> he's even fatter really now. Fat. He's not looking too good now. Even from the neck up. <laughs> even from the neck just, up. He's got fat ears all of a sudden. Yeah. Did you know that could big happen? Big fatty ears. This yeah. <laughs> Alan. I don't know. He he needs to. Uh, was it must be in the AstraZeneca? AstraZeneca. Oh, maybe that four, is it. I heard he did four shots. Yeah, four shots. Yeah, maybe maybe it got stuck in him, and it's like trying to get out. I think he was listening fat. to that Lil John song. Shots, 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 shots. And that's, he was just getting one AstraZeneca per I thought that was an repetition. LMFAO song, to be it honest. It could be. It could be. I, oh, think I, was, Lil, I think Lil John did say that, though. Dude, I was just thinking the other day, Lil John, Elton John, what if they were related? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, man, like Lil John, Elton John, the, this, that's, that's pretty cool. Like, I think they would make a good collab, actually. Uh, Probably kill it. Yeah, I think that'd be awesome. Lil John is pretty talented. Elton John... Yeah. You know, he it's okay. We'd be, able, we'd be able to Lil John be able to carry that song, basically. Is mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Um, what's Mike Bliss doing here? Is he on the pod today? I have no idea. He, he just honestly not really sure. Yeah. Um, I guess I'm on it right now. I guess he is on it right now. Chris, what's up, man? Dude, you're, I'm just you're, you're you're you you've had a rough week. I'm just tired. Yeah, my week it's been 
It, it's the last week of the flip for this season. I'm pretty sad about that. It's wrapping up. It's wrapping up, you know, and it's just, oh, I finally got my first pair of sneakers. Oh, you did. I did. Wow. Oh, you you did. just walked around barefoot before this? Yeah. For, he was. For 31 years. Just, Damn. Just, I was like, Jesus. Jesus walks. Or like Johnny Appleseed, except with edits. Yeah. Johnny Seed. Just tossing out free edits for the world. Wearing a... On my cross-country trip. Yeah. Wearing a, uh, I don't know, a, a blade tool on your head or something. <laughs> like, I don't know. Johnny Sounds Appleseed dangerous. wore like a pot on his head. Did he really? He was, a pot. He was the first pothead. <laughs> what a fucking and, idiot. Um, I don't know what an editor would wear on their head. Everything's so digital. Tape a, tape a laptop to your head. <laughs> I don't know. Well, that's cool, Chris. What kind of shoes did you get? Are you excited about them? Uh, yeah, there's some uh, some Nike Air Max 91s or something like that. They're... I literally don't know any shoes at all, but sounds great. Well, they're they're the infrared colorway, and they're very cool, Mike Bliss, and you're really missing out. Chris has full-on become a sneakerhead, and it only took like eight months. Look, I just can't be spending all this hard-earned double cash that I've been getting. Double cash. It's it's insane. On Devil cash? Double cash. You oh, can't even spend my cash. paycheck on it. No, I can't. <laughs> I'm, I'm putting that away in a retirement account for you, Mike Bliss, because I know you haven't been saving for retirement. Damn. Damn. That that just hit too close to home. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you've learned a lot about sneakers. Do you, it, do you think that whatever you're going to edit or whatever you edit, you tend to learn from it? Or, or do you just kind of go about your day? I feel like you always learn from whatever the fuck you edit. I, Not you specifically, just every editor. Yeah, I think that I've definitely learned a whole lot about sneakers in the time I've been editing the flip. When it comes to like Intel stuff, I I don't know if I understand anything. Like I, I, I have a very loose understanding of how the technologies work, but th- that's about it. I don't really get I think with I think with Intel stuff, I mostly learn more about corporate culture than I I yeah, learn more yeah. about that than I learn about the tech. Yeah, I learn like a little bit about the tech, but mostly it's about like how to properly position the brand with alongside its partners, some mm-hmm. random shit like that. I don't know. I mean, same thing with MLS. I feel like I I learn more about soccer when I edit MLS. Not necessarily about soccer, the sport, but I learn more about the league itself. That makes sense. Yeah. Well, as you, Mike Bliss, you you learn stuff when you edit, or you just kind of in one ear out the other, in one eye out the other. He doesn't even other. watch all the footage. Come it's on. true. That's true. I mean, normally I just delete all the footage it's like from the, the Helen, get-go, so I actually don't even watch it, really. Like the Helen yeah. Keller of editing. <laughs> doesn't see it, doesn't listen to it, <laughs> just fucking somehow exports something. <laughs> yeah, I just delete all the footage and then export it. So. No, but really, you do, do you ever find yourself like learning stuff while you're doing it? or you, Yeah, sometimes. You sometimes. Get, I mean, get I, into something like... I don't know. You there was one time when you were doing some food stuff. Did you like learn a lot about food or no? Mm, mostly, I just got hungry. Honestly, I didn't know that. That makes sense. Yeah. That checks out. Yeah. Every time I've worked on food stuff, I'm always like, mm, I'm having that food for lunch. Taco show. It's like I'm eating tacos. Burger show. It's like I'm eating burgers. <clears throat> the yeah. last food thing I edited was uh, it was Indian food, and I really wanted to make uh, the the meal, and I never did. Just just uh, I don't have all the spices. Yeah, it's hard to find them. C- cooking is a lot of work. I just not really, not really into it. The thing with it is like, 
it's it would it would be really nice if everything was right there yes but yeah exactly the fact that you have to go buy a bunch of shit specific things for one thing that you're gonna eat yeah. one time yeah like, and then you have to be like all right cool i have all of this leftover stuff and now i have to figure out a way to right make I, new meals with it because i'm not gonna make the same thing every fucking day yeah i'm gonna have this this little tiny jar of spice for the next 20 years because there's yeah. there's only two applications for it yeah, I mean, look, that's uh, that's life sometimes, you know? That's how it goes. I mean, I think there's a bigger metaphor there, right? Yeah. Yeah, you can <laughs> yeah there is. There <laughs> you, is. You can learn a skill, but maybe you don't need that skill every day. But when you do need it, it's pretty cool. Kind of like the Heimlich maneuver, for example. You're not going to be using that every day. You might use it twice in your life, but hopefully you did it right. Yeah. <laughs> that's all I can say about it. I uh, I've never had to resuscitate anyone or save their lives i've never been given the chance i remember one time i choked on a uh a mussel or a, a, a seashell or some shit like uh what's it called a oyster clam? An, oyster. an oyster yeah and i was uh my mom was like uh i mean oh, an oyster are, is basically are you, are, you, are you all right and then my dad was laughing at me. You, were, you, were, you, were, you were there you were there oh wait was this when yeah. we went into the city was a couple the, years the, ago the chinese restaurant yeah that place was awesome that place is great uh, and I almost, first first bite of the whole entire meal i almost choked on an oyster and died it was that like, was uh that was the first time i had what, what is it foie gras foie gras yeah, foie gras foie gras, foie gras. Oh, it's so good what, what is that very weird it's duck fat isn't it wow. duck liver oh it's duck liver it's yeah duck but livers liver. are fatty fatty liver fatty duck liver yeah Hmm. Yeah, it was. I, I've never e uh, even eaten oysters before. I don't, I, don't, I don't really like oysters. Yeah, personally. oysters. Uh, pe people get real into them. They're fine, but it's so performative. It it's really like, is. Stop enough. It, it is. just like a fancy thing that people are like. Yeah, I like that. It, they're not even fucking fancy. It's just like drinking a saltwater slime. Yeah, it's not yeah. even good. I mean, you had to spend more time like preparing it, putting the lemon on it, putting the whatever that the vinegar sauce, is. Whatever. Sauce, yeah. Like, oh, you can't eat oysters without hot sauce, bitch. Mm. I can't eat oysters. I just choose not to. And then like they're gross. You don't even like chew it because it's gross you just swallow it basically it's just yeah. such a weird futile exercise not, none of that sounds good to me yeah it's, it's people just wanting to like to show off it's exactly like, exactly oh yeah oh man we went for happy hour for dollar oysters it's like why did you put yourself through that that's <laughs> like literally the, i want people to pay me to eat oysters yeah, the only know? time i ever have oysters if is if there's a group of people who want to go to happy hour spend 30 bucks on oysters and like i'll have like five the only oysters that are worth eating is if you go to like uh like kansas or like nebraska they have funny like good oysters you know because it took yeah, them so really? long to fly <laughs> in yeah, yeah, they got this what do you nice. Mean, what do you mean by funny? Like they have they're, funny oysters. Funny oysters, funny like yeah. a clown. <laughs> yeah, like a clown. Like they they fly them in from from the other coasts. All that that time that they spent getting them there, you know, the oysters develop a sort. It's like a wine. Oysters are like a wine. They they develop character. Yeah, the longer you let the oysters sit in a. That sounds wrong. That's that's true. The longer you let an oyster sit and then you eat it, it tastes better. Huh? Yeah, you have to let it. It, better if it's not in a refrigerated place. You just let the oyster kind of what, what if up. you just let it bake in the hot desert sun? That is baked oysters, I believe. That's, that's great. what that's called. You know, we actually have a friend whose dad has a little oyster farm. Who? Michelle. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I don't know. Oyster farm sounds a bit... <laughs> I think like... Maybe he somehow collects oysters at yeah. some point. <laughs> he collects oysters. He, like he, he bought them. He bought them. I don't think he has a farm. Well, okay. A farm is, it, it's like, like whatever the, whatever a garden is, 
like that scale size of a bon- farm. A bonsai. Bonsai <laughs> oyster garden. <laughs> Zen garden for oysters. It's uh it's just it's a uh, he's got a few cages full of oysters. I don't I, I personally think that binders I'll, I'll full only of oysters. Eat, binders full of oysters. I'll only eat pasture raised free range oysters i want my oysters to free be able range. To, to roam around the ocean floor I thought the whole point of what oysters do is they kind of like clamp into a single place and stay there that's why i don't like i prefer them running around okay let's like they I need more exercise like snails right snails are like the mobile version of an oyster I yeah guess, but snails know? see the benefits what um what does this have to do with editing yeah, anything to do with editing? How do we get on this topic? I don't know. Uh, so you learn from editing, I think, is what where we started. Oh, yeah, on. we're talking about food. Yeah. So Mike Bliss, what's your answer? Do you learn from editing or no? Oh wow, that's that is where we started. Um, I mean, yeah, yes, but it depends on what it is. Because like sometimes, like if I'm editing a real estate video, I'm not really like I don't really learn anything. That's I'm bullshit. Just, I'm just that's editing. That's a great band. That's bullshit. You you. What, what what do I learn from editing a video of like a like a cool place? You know, you know so much more about real estate now than you did like four years ago. Okay, yeah, I, I bet know. you. Right. I bet so you could. That, that, that's true. I, I guess. I guess you're right. I guess you're right. You Fucking could see lying. an average but, New York apartment from, and guess how much it costs. But it's true. It's not from. I, I guess it's from the whole experience of doing that. It's not from like the individual. Like if you edit one video, if I have someone else edit one video, they're not going to know that. But it's if you do it consistently, then you. It's true. You know, it's uh, it's almost how knowledge works, isn't it? pretty interesting almost wow just stacking knowledge on top of itself yeah. stacks on stacks you on gotta because stack. st- if chris edited one sneaker video he wouldn't be the sneakerhead he is today no i'm at 22 <laughs> <laughs> 22 sneaker videos yo 22 videos yeah what? it's almost as many episodes of the podcast we've done almost i don't think almost. it's gonna catch it honestly no it can't it's never gonna catch up it's not gonna catch up never will we're we're way way past it mm-hmm. like we're leaving it in the dust you, you know about the goal, right, Mike Bliss? The what? The new episode goal that we established? No. thousand episodes. No, it's no. A million. God damn it. It's a million. I was trying to trick him. <laughs> a million episodes. Oh, of what? Of a sizzle reel. Oh. Yeah. yeah. What, what are you at right now? Like 900,000? We're 32. Yeah, okay. that sounds about right. 32. But we're going to get to we might million. need some help. You're, you're getting there. Well, I think what we're going to start doing... Why don't doing, you just start recording, like, two-minute episodes? Like the, jur- the Isn't journey- that literally what you said? <laughs> what? You were like, we're going to start recording one-minute episodes. Yeah, that's, that's exactly what I said. That's how we should do it. The journey is more important? Is that what you're going to no, say? No, I was going to say the the thousand-mile journey starts with a single step or whatever. <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> what? I don't know. Did you just make that up? Just, just no, take a bunch of inspirational quotes and, and, and add or whatever at the end. <laughs> That sounds that sounds like one of those uh, popular websites from like 2011 that would become a book. I think like text from last night. I think it's going to take us 19,000 years. <laughs> <laughs> I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure this is the man. How often are you making these once a week? Yeah. Yeah, I think it, it might take a while. I just divided a million by 52. I don't know what, but I think that's years. I think that's 19,000 years. Okay. What about 1 billion? No, uh, add that's, it'll be like a, a million years to do okay. it or something like well, that. Well, we that's that means we have a lot of time. Uh, we hey, hopefully we are some regular ass Methuselahs, dude. I, that way we I, can make nineteen thousand. I think maybe we or, just have to. We got to train up our edit bots to uh, to host this. We should start doing, you know, instead two a days. We should start posting two podcasts a day. Wow, <laughs> then we'd probably get to a million. I mean, that's still only like six hundred a year. I guess. We're, 
Yeah, okay. I guess it would take us a really long time. But we'll we'll have to figure out a new system. Um maybe maybe we should take a break and then when we come back we can uh introduce the what will become a fairly regular segment. Cool. Yeah? Yeah. Alright, let's do it. We'll be right back. Here, I'm Braxton. I'm Tia. I'm Lauren. I'm Chris. And we're bringing you the Group Text Podcast. We are four black cousins texting all day, every day about everything going on from the streets to the tweets. And, you know, we're bringing the group text to the podcast world. Yep. Talking about why America is trash, but also why you should have hope. We're recapping everything pop culture, current events, and what's viral this week. And even hitting you with some life advice, like when you should knock if they buck. Yep, and we'll be keeping score, seeing if city boys or city girls are up. City girls are always up. City girls make them wish like Ray J. <laughs> the Group Text Podcast, brought to you by the Shishkin Productions Network. Join our group text every Friday, wherever you listen to podcasts. Oh boy, are, are we gone? Welcome back. What's up, everybody? We just got back from the break. We're here. And here's what we're going to do. Um, you know, I always frequent the uh, whenever I have a problem, whenever I can't figure out something in the edit, I'll frequent uh, Google. Right. And that'll Google's lead great. me to a lot of uh, message boards. Specifically, it leads me a lot to Creative Cal. That's where I find a lot of like answers to anything that, uh, you know, comes up in the edit that I don't know how to do. Um, but I feel like a lot of people, more normal people don't use creative cow use reddit and on reddit they'll go and they'll ask their questions about edits or about filmmaking or they'll just point out like funny things they see so um i think we uh maybe every once in a while we're gonna go through different reddit uh forums and kind of uh pick out you know uh issues that people are having and we'll talk to we'll talk about them and we'll address like how we would approach those issues or those uh topics Basically, we're crowdsourcing the podcast. Crowdsourcing the pod, man, <laughs> without even permission from the people who wrote these. Yeah, well, it's the internet. That's public domain, baby. Yeah, dude. That's we're, how that works, right? Hey, you know what? We're basically editing Reddit right now. Um, so without any further ado, Chris, why don't you start us off? What would you find that was uh, pretty interesting? Uh, the one I, I liked, I read this the other day, and the title of the post, it's, it's a text post, but it just says, I feel like I shouldn't call myself an editor due to lack of creativity. And then they go on to say, I'm so caught up in the job that I have to work like 12 hours a day. No space to create my own stuff like I lo- like I used to. There's no creativity left. I do everything by the book. I can't come up with my own ideas. How do you guys deal with this? Um. Well, do you feel like you, you relate to this? Yes and no. Like, I don't. I don't feel like I can't call myself an editor due to lack of creativity because I think removing the creativity from like your process is actually kind of part of being an editor. Like sometimes Mm -hmm. you do have to step away from it in that sense and just remember that it's a video for a client. And if the client asks for something specific, it doesn't have to be creative. You're still an editor. You're still editing something for them. Maybe it's just a crappy corporate video, but that, that might be the ask that might be what they want. Yeah. It's not always about creativity. Sometimes it's just skill. I mean, for me, like it's literally a job, like it's fun and it's cool to make creative stuff, but really it's, it's actually a job. You know what I mean? But then this person also wrote that I'm looking at it right now. They wrote that they quote, have to work like 12 hours a day, Sundays and Saturdays. Why? That's where you're fucking up. You should never be working that much. It's fucking ridiculous. Exactly. And the, the top reply is that, you're working too much that and that's absolutely right 
they're probably burnt out. Like when you're editing every single day, it really becomes a, it really is just a job and no longer an art form because yeah. you, you can't see the forest for the trees anymore. And then you're just like in it constantly and your brain doesn't care about it. Like, I've had, I've had projects like that. Yeah. I've had projects where it's been like three or f- luckily they're never, they don't last that long usually, but the longest ones I've had have been like three or four weeks mm-hmm. with like not enough time off. And, uh, like that last season of good looking out that, that show, exactly. it, it was, it's a cool show and it's a good concept, but the way that we had scheduled post, it was just a total time crunch and everything was such a quick turn. And I was in here for 10 to 12 hours, like pretty consistently for like two weeks. And that I, I was, uh, I still, I, I still never felt like I shouldn't call myself an editor. Yeah. That's I was just extreme. like, nah, come on, man. That's like self doubt. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I feel like most editing is just like organization. Honestly, I agree. Yeah. just like paying attention to, to detail. I think it's just like literally you just keep organizing further and further and further until and further done. until it's done. Yeah. yeah you're yeah. like, okay, cool. Now I'm going to take all these things. They're the same. Put them all together. Then I'm going to take the best ones, put them together. Yeah. Then I'm going to take the best parts of that, put that together again. It's like, yeah, oh, I mean, next thing you know, it's a video. I mean, I, like, I don't know about your guys' experience, but like in the limited amount of times where I've had other people come in and like help me with stuff, the most, like the, the, the thing that is annoying the only thing that ever happens that's like really annoys me is when people just don't organize stuff or don't pay attention to <laughs> things. It's not, yep. it's, I'm never like, oh, you weren't creative enough. Or it's just like, I just want someone who can actually pay attention and organize stuff uh, and pay and attention to they detail. They take care like, of their project. Yeah. So it's never like, oh, you didn't do this creatively enough. It was just like, they didn't, you know, they messed up something key about organizing well, it or missed details. Organization or like, and following directions is yeah. the most That's important literally it, thing. right? Like, it doesn't, you can like learn how to edit stuff better. But yeah. if you don't want to organize shit and you don't want to read the instructions or read the emails or follow directions, you that you can't teach someone. Like they, they just have to do that on their own. There's no like amount of repetition that you can, because then you just start, because then it feels like you start babying them and then it just gets weird because you're like, yeah. dude, just read the fucking directions, please. Um, I've, I've definitely had that happen and it, it sucks because it's like, I've, I've, I've had that happen. I've seen that happen with people who are like good editors. Like the shit that they make is like good. Yeah. Yeah. And then you open their projects and you're like, no one else can use this. Yeah, like literally yeah. it's cool for you to be doing this on your system. But once you try to implement yourself into a bigger system where like four or five people are involved, no one else is going to be able to navigate this. It's right. just not going to happen. Yeah. I mean, creativity is, it's really only a part of the equation of being an smallest editor. Smallest part too. Yeah. I mean, not to be, a, not, I mean, I honestly think it's like one of the smallest parts. Yeah. I don't think you have to be crazy creative to be an editor. You just need to be organized you and you need to, have to be technical vision. savvy. Yeah, that's true. You have to be a technician, but you also have to have vision. Yeah. But the thing is, even if you don't have vision, there will be someone in the process who should be guiding you. Right. Well, honestly, right. and sometimes I don't know what I'm doing with with the cut. And it goes back to what Mike Bliss just said, where I'm just like parsing things down. I'm just picking the selects and then the selects of the selects and the selects of the selects until I have the cut basically i feel like, like the video almost like makes itself when yeah. you do it that way because like like early on if you're just starting you're, you can get overwhelmed but after doing it for a while you're like okay if i just keep organizing this in that way then it just eventually makes itself and you're like oh cool this it, this happened yeah clears <laughs> that's up. almost like the most zen way to do it too mm-hmm. is because then you're just like well 
I'm just going to go at my pace. And as I get through like the second or third day of this, it'll be ready. Yeah. Like uh, there's no overwhelming. Yeah. Well, and sometimes when you're going through that process, you know, you'll put two and two together. You'll see bites that work well together. And the creativity is almost (coughs) passive in a way. Like you don't realize that you're being creative, but you are ultimately figuring out how to put different sound bites together, different images together to tell a story. It's, it's like a skill that you build up over time that you don't realize you're doing. And then exactly. you just, you're like subconsciously doing it sort of. And I, part of it might be like when you're first editing, it really does feel like you have to be creative constantly. Like you're all, any video you do at the beginning, you're, you're testing your creative chops, but over a while, because you get used to it, you don't realize it's just, you're just not flexing the muscle in the same way because it's a stronger muscle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Mike Bliss, what do you got? You you pulled one up over here. You got some. Yeah, let that me you see. Liked? Um, I mean, this one I pulled up just because I thought it was it was a funny title. Okay. Um, they just said, uh, "People in need of an editor. I'm desperate. You're desperate. Send me stuff. I'll do it for free." Wow! <laughs> I can't believe that got any upvotes on that that subreddit. Did it? Did people uh, actually respond to it? It has two two upvotes and eight comments. Oh, okay. I would dude, my first thought when I hear that is like, yo, if dude, like if there's you just wanna, so many other ways like like even if you did want to say that you'll edit for free or, or or whatever, which is its own conversation, like like the part that got me was just the way they said, "I'm desperate, you're desperate." It's like the, to it's me like, it's I'm just not like desperate. If, you're desperate. If if you're going to edit for free, that's just like hobbyists hobbyist stuff right so like if if you just want to fuck around and mess with premiere you don't need someone else to 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 help you with that you can just open up premiere <laughs> like yeah, you, don't, yeah. you don't need someone to ask you to do something for free if you're gonna do it for free just go fucking do something yeah. like you don't you don't need yeah. someone else involved in that yeah you know what i mean adding other people to free shit that's it's not a good look you know what yeah I mean? and it's it, just, just, make, just just make your own like project wow. that you want to make and then use it what what what'd you say I about said, the podcast? Guys, I like this podcast <laughs> <laughs> like, hey you guys want to come do some free shit i'm desperate you're desperate <laughs> i got i'm not gonna lie i to mean you, that's Bliss. how that's how they got me on the podcast today they, that was they, my they, they said we're desperate you're desperate <laughs> that was I, that, that was my post i posted that uh, okay lie. okay wait what were you saying you're you're saying that uh, don't work for your, free, your username is broken sky yeah yeah oh, okay cool yeah wow. it's, uh, it's pretty it's pretty it used it's to very be, emo it used to be not broken but ever since covid man uh, yeah, my whole worldview has changed, bro. What were you saying? Like you said, don't work for free. Uh, no, I was saying uh, if you're gonna do that, like you might as well just make your own project that you're actually excited about, and then use that as your like portfolio thing. That's true. Instead of making someone else's. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Just it's a bad look. Just such a bad look. It, it, yeah, it's a bad look, and it devalues the position. Like it de- devalues the career when people are posting stuff like that. It's yeah, like, no. Don't don't do stuff for free. Um, all right. The one I pulled up here, I haven't really read it, but I just liked the the kind of the thought here. They said how to liven up boring footage. And oh, yeah, yeah, did you, yeah. Did you read this one? I read that one they the said, other day. So my contract was bad because I forgot to clearly I forgot to clearly define what footage the client must deliver to make their music video. They had shared a shot list with me and I assumed they had the shots on the list, but they went a different direction. Uh, and I'm stuck with two locations and about a quarter of the scenes that they want in the video. I sent the first draft, which had pacing issues, and they said, "and I said I need more footage." Also, I don't have like I basically don't have any of the footage I need, and they just sent back some B-roll. And so this is it. They say the theme of the music video is spy movie 
the extra three minutes of B-roll they sent was home video of them at a zoo. <laughs> so, and they said, I have no idea how to shift the tone to include that. Uh, what do you guys think? Like, how do you liven it up? And they wanted tips for stock footage and stuff like that. And to me, it's just like, uh, there is no solution to that. That just sounds horrible. Yeah. the solu- yeah. Like, It's like, they're not going to pay anymore. So you're like, you would have to just completely change the scope of the entire project. You have to be like, look, if you want it to be a spy thing and it's at the zoo, you're going to have to take this elsewhere. I can make you like an, a, a plate kind of, and then suggest that we do some animations over it. But then yeah. you'll have to take that elsewhere and pay someone else to do that. Because like, I think animation is the only solution there. I think at that point, you just kind of have to abandon that concept of it being a spy thing. And there is a one of the responses here they kind of they talk about how um, a music video is sometimes just eye candy like it doesn't need to make a lot of sense so at that at that point i would get rid of the spy stuff and i would just cut all the best shots together to the beat and try to make it look kind of cool like it's a music video it doesn't have to make sense it just has to be fun to watch and go along with the music right yeah i mean the worst part about it is that it it's just like obviously no budget or like low budget, no budget, whatever. Yeah. But this is why I hate fucking music videos is mm-hmm. because like they're, this is why I like corporate shit more than anything. Cause corporate shit, usually every party that's involved knows that like there, there, there is no like, uh, you're not tied to the project. There's no like creativity, no like heart, your heart's not in it. You're just doing it because this is the job. Exactly. But when it comes to like music videos, there's always going to be parties who are like, way into it they care too much about the content about like they're too deep into the song like it reflects them so so it's yeah it's like a personal thing exactly want it to be a certain thing and you're like dude we're not going to get there especially on no budget exactly i don't know it's um what is your what is your trick what i mean there's obviously no saving this situation but looking at the 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 subject line how to liven up boring footage you got any tricks on livening up boring footage Honestly, I just, I tend to cut it quickly. Like that's the main yeah. thing is just cut it quickly. If, if it's not on the screen for too long, then people can't, they can't get too bored of it. And like that's anytime, true. like if it's like a photo slideshow or something like that, a little zoom is always good or like a, a slide or just gentle, gentle motion in any direction. It doesn't need to be anything crazy and distracting, just something subtle. I mean, my answer for livening up boring footage is, um, motion graphics it's always motion graphics yeah yeah it's like add something in after effects like make some cool graphics transitions or like add some sort of splashy animations like hand-drawn stuff people tend to like that i don't know yeah i would say probably music as well or like just sound in general if you add a bunch of sound effects music like or music that is more exciting then yeah it can maybe help it as well but yeah they're stuck in a bad situation because the music is solid right because it's yeah. music video oh yeah i mean for the music video just, you, can't, yeah, yeah, yeah. you can't really change yeah. the music it's but just, just in general if you have but, boring but footage as a general question i think the if the footage is boring then i think the audio becomes a lot more important because you can kind of mask it a little bit that's kind of funny so you brought up pacing and you brought up music and then i said graphics and I think maybe that's why this project that they're talking about here is just dead in the water is because you can't change the music and you can't really do too much. There's not enough footage. You can't really change the pacing. Yeah. So those two things are kind of set in stone. So it's fucked. 
Then yeah. what, what are you going to do with graphics? Just do the little... The, There's nothing. The golden eye little, like, the James Bond spinning thing. <laughs> yeah, just shooting at the, the screen. Thing, yeah. As a, as a side note, do you guys ever have people ask you to put stuff in the video that hasn't been shot? Uh, I think so. I because can't. one time someone asked me to put something in a video, and then I was like, oh, cool, did you shoot that? And they said no. <laughs> and I was like, well, then we can't put it in the edit. Do you plan to shoot it? And they're like, we don't. Okay. I don't. I don't think this is yeah. Sometimes I wonder, it's like there's the, there's no connection between those things. Like, well, we you'd have to have shot it to put it in the... I think the I've, I've gotten similar requests before, but it's usually from a place where they like they are aware of their ignorance they're like hey if this exists please put it in but yeah. it you know yeah yeah i mean this only happened one time but i just found it pretty funny because i like they were at the shoot and i i mean i i thought they knew that it wasn't there but i, I mean, mean produ- producers do seem to misremember misremember things pretty frequently too Yo. sometimes that happened to you last week did it a couple weeks ago there was For what it was a project with a big company that we work with a lot uh-huh. and they kept insisting that someone had a sound oh, that bite. they had said something and then oh that's true they and, were insisting and you're just looking at the footage or at, at all the footage and you're like this is not there and they're it's like e- it is there. E- even better even better really? even yeah. better yeah because what happened was they were like this is there uh we want it in there and i was like i really don't think it is like we looked and it's not there and then they were like Look, we insist that this exact bite is there. I know I was there. I remember making him say it. So, all right. All right. Let me have a look at it. I dug through everything. And the camera just happened to be rolling when the person (laughs) walks up to him and tells him what to say. And he says, I don't know about that second part. And then they're like, oh, that's cool. You can just end it right there then. (laughs) And it was like, all right, cool. So now we have evidence that you said don't say this line yeah you know but the thing that you were saying chris about producers not really remembering or like or directors not always knowing what's happening specifically mm-hmm. when it comes to like reality type stuff right reality type shit or things that are run and gun exactly I, that's the reason that i never overthink a fucking edit that's why i'm never like sitting there like oh geez should i include this moment or this moment oh man there's yeah, so much good not stuff gonna remember yeah because they don't know what was shot so it's just uh, like just t- just fucking hack away at it and get something good yeah, to start with. That's and actually then, so, so true. If like, they remember a specific moment that they really want that's not there, they'll come back and remember it, right? Like this MLS thing. He was like, oh, you should include that answer from the Red Bulls guy. It's like, oh, fuck. And then yeah. at that point, I was like, I forgot to import this footage. Yeah. So <laughs> that, that one's on me. That one's on me. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Chris, you got you got another one pulled up here? Uh, Yeah. Okay. What else do I got? This one is just, uh, this one's kind of a fun one to me. Uh, the title is Taking Post Generalist to a New Level, uh, and it's a job posting for a senior video editor assistant. A senior video editor assistant. So what, so for me, when I hear senior video editor assistant, what I'm thinking is this is the assistant to a senior video editor. So in my opinion, the way I'm just before you, I mean, obviously you're going to continue reading, yeah, but yeah. just where my head's at when I hear that, I think. The senior video editor needs an assistant. It's not an assistant editor. It's they need an assistant. So that person will be handling like day-to-day assistant tasks for the senior video editor. That's how I feel about so it. So you're partially right. The uh, The job description is blank company is looking for an energetic and talented senior video editor slash 
personal assistant to work side by side with the principal content director in our production department. The right candidate will be able to balance various workloads each week and will be responsible for making sure final products are client ready and up to industry standards. Your role is to be the main point of contact for the principal content director. You will maintain his professional calendar and ensure that all tests and appointments are met in a timely manner. In addition, you'll be responsible for editing, organizing media and video projects. You'll be communicating regularly with the content director and implementing new editing technologies and the Yo, industry's best practices. I don't know. So it is literally that. a video editor slash personal assistant. Dude, that's so- crazy. sounds super chill. Like not much work at all. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's fucking crazy, man. Because you know also that they're probably like paying. I don't know. I don't want to. This, I don't is, this say, is it's in Texas, so they're not paying anything. I, I'm assuming they're paying closer to the personal assistant, hundred percent side of it than mm-hmm. the video editor side of it. I don't know, Mike Bliss. Would you do that? I feel like you would be pretty solid at that. Um, yeah, let definitely. me ask you this. I, I actually already applied for that position. I, I was going to bring it up now. But. What? <laughs> what? What company or I'm actually the one hiring, and you didn't get the job. What oh, company damn. or gig okay. or whatever would it take for you to do that job? Yeah. I, let's say the rate was uh, was fine. It was like something you were down with. But what? Because the thing is, at at its core, it's just a ton of fucking work, and it's not worth it. Unless, like, maybe it's. I I just wouldn't do it. Yeah, but what if it was like for? I would have. It, I would do it if it was like if it paid double what I want to make. Yeah, and I already yes. want to make a lot. So. Yeah. So okay, but say it is. It is double what you want to make. You wouldn't care what company is for as long as the price is right. No, I mean it would still have to be ultimately something that I enjoy doing to a degree. Like, because to me it sounds like the way it fits is is it's like. It's almost like for, I don't know, a personal, like for a, if you're filming someone's vlog or something like that. Yeah. Right. Cause then it's like, but you're, it would be like filming the vlog plus being an assistant. That's kind of what it sounds like to me. But I, again, I don't know. Right. I mean, honestly, it doesn't sound too far away from the kind of stuff you do, like personally, because you are a video editor, but you also run a company. So you do a lot of those extra things like maintaining a calendar and, you know, yeah, scheduling appointments and just like, yeah, but that, and that's the craziest part is that like, I just think it's weird that they put assistant in there. Cause it's like, the only reason I fucking do it is because it's my company. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't have any other choice. Yeah. <laughs> but like if someone else fucking went in and tried to get me to do this for a different company, I'd be like, uh, no, like I don't want to. Unless it's a lot of money, I don't know. Mike Bliss, what else you got? You pull, you got another one pulled up there, or you? Yeah, um, this one is very simple. But they just, they just said, "What is a good video editor for mobile?" And I was going to ask you guys if you have really? ever, ever done any editing on mobile. And yeah, like TikTok. If you... I I did try. I think there's like Premiere Rush or something like that on. Uh... What's happening? I don't know. Someone just waving from yeah, I was, through I was the window. Very confused so for I a waved second. back at them. They gave me a thumbs up and waved and walked away and then turned and waved and I waved again. And they were just excited to see us on mic. I just Chris, I just kind of froze and, and Chris's stared at mobile, them. Chris's mobile <laughs> editing thoughts were so enthralling. Yeah. Oh, did I not tell you that we have the speaker <laughs> he, turned on? He's got we have the outdoor speakerphone turned on so everyone can hear everything we're saying. Oh, that's fucking saying. awesome. Oh, that makes a lot it. more sense. It's a live, it's really a live cool. broadcast. Live broadcast. Oh, okay, cool. Ah, they're gathering at the Shodega <laughs> just for us. <laughs> just for us. Um, um, wait, Chris, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, I, I tried. I, I guess this wasn't technically mobile. It was on the iPad, so it's like semi-mobile. You know, it's yeah. a bigger screen. And, uh, you know, it's like a touch interface 
print version of Premiere. It's you know obviously pretty stripped down, but still has some yeah. of the effects. Pr- Premiere. Wait, Rush? you were doing touchscreen per- editing on on your I guess I, 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 I guess the reason I'm asking this is because uh, I'm like a really not a fan of mobile editing at all. I can't stand it. Same. But I think for like social media like fast stuff, I kind of want to get force myself to do it, but. I also don't, so I don't know. <laughs> I understand like the appeal to it and how it's useful. And for me, I'm slower in it. I'm sure you can be faster at it if that's the only way that you edit. But because I'm so much faster just doing it at a computer and I that's yeah. where my comfort is, that's always how I I'm going to do me, it. I guess for me, I want to like, if I'm on like, like a camping trip, I want to be able to like just do something that's really true. fast. But I just refuse to, I just still do it on my computer. I mean, if you're but, shooting everything on your phone, I think... That actually is a great workflow. You know, if it's a simple enough edit, you know, like you yeah, say I'll, you just went out and you shot some beautiful nature. Like if you're making like a, and, like a TikTok thing with footage on your phone or whatever. My, you know? my concern with Because I still put the I, I still put the iPhone clips on my computer and yeah. edit it in Premiere and then export it. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, well, my, my concern with it is not necessarily the interface. I mean, obviously, you know, I think those things are just, that's something I'm not used to, but I think if I got used to it, I'd probably be like, oh, this is really cool. Yeah. My concern with it is media management. Like, so like you're saying, if you're shooting it all on your phone and you're just doing it in the phone and that's it, and then that's the final product and it's gone, you don't ever need to make another edit to it or anything, then I guess it's fine for like quick things like that. But if you're trying to like keep that media managed in any way and have a file structure and stuff it yeah. just seems like no, that's yeah. really like hard to do on, on an mobile. iphone yeah. yeah and even if you have an ipad like can you even connect a hard drive to an ipad probably yeah. so ipad in the last like year or so they finally came out with like a proper files proper app. files yeah proper <laughs> files proper yeah, proper files. Yeah, uh, files app where you was can. Was that like, Alan? There, <laughs> Alan just jumped back in. Alan, where are you? Uh, yeah, there's a proper files app. Alan, is this a good time to move to London for editing? It's a wonderful time. <laughs> when editing's never been hotter. <laughs> uh, it's the climate change. Uh, what? Where's Alan? What? Did that, he, was, that was really how weird. Did he, how did he pop back in? This guy's all over the place. We're talking about files app. I, I don't know. They, they improved the files app so that you can like actually kind of organize it the way you would on a normal computer as opposed to just however the fuck they did it before. But it's still very basic and stripped down. And it it's a pain in the ass to create a, a, a folder structure within it and stay within that and like move all your stupid photos over. I don't know. It's just like so much slower. Like even if you can edit fast in those mobile NLEs, I feel like the media management slows you down so much that it's not worth it. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. I, I don't. Yeah. To me, that's the one thing is the the media management aspect of it. But again, for like quick one off things. Yeah. It's probably yeah. useful. Like yeah. you said, it's probably useful to have. So you don't try like to film for, a TikTok internally and then accidentally hit back. And have to yeah. Redo everything. Yeah. I, I guess like, for example, sometimes if I'm on a trip, I'll. I'll literally have a folder on my desktop or something I just call like instant and I just have like a throwaway premiere project that I just like make stuff that I'm I don't I'm not gonna keep the project later. Mm-hmm. So maybe it'd be good to do that on mobile, but I still just don't like the idea of it. But you know, maybe it'd be a good idea to switch over. All right. Um let's get to this very last one and then we can wrap it up. So I'm between three. One is about six K exports, <laughs> one is about rush fees, and one is about 
evergreen edits where like you do one video and then they just use it over and over and over again um you know i read that 6k one recently and it's just kind of an open and shut thing so i don't i don't love the the conversation generated you want to hear which one do you want to hear mike bliss what were the other options rush fees evergreen edit and 6k exports uh I'd probably go for the evergreen one. Yeah, uh, yeah that, that's my vote. So the evergreen one is also pretty open and shut, in my opinion. But it, it's it's interesting to think about. They say, how much extra should I charge for an evergreen edit? And then um, a past client uh, pitched a project to me and uh, we we got it done and it looked great. And then they wanted to they basically used the word evergreen when referencing an ad that they wanted to make. Uh, and by evergreen, they meant that they were going to run this ad like every year on this holiday, right? It's like a certain holiday ad. Um, and yeah, the person basically was asking if they should price it differently because it's going to get used every year and they're not going to have to redo it every year. It's just going to be the same thing. Uh, and in my opinion, I mean, you just got to price it the way you're going to price it. I, I, It's, you know, the way the amount of time something's used doesn't really affect in my opinion doesn't shouldn't really affect the pricing yeah i mean ultimately the client is paying you for for the video and that's it once they have it it's theirs and they can do whatever they want with it they can use it forever and that's kind of i feel like that's kind of a tacit part of the deal like that's just understood you i i understand how it can be frustrating where they're only spending you know three thousand dollars on this video that will make them a hundred thousand dollars over the next 10 years or whatever yeah. but that's that's just how it that's is the game yeah because right? i mean what are you going to ask them for one percent of all future profits from that yeah and just, then they do some hollywood accounting and they're they never make any profit off of that commercial like what there there's just no yeah it's i i agree i think that's the job right the job is to make the fucking video i mean we, we edit videos for youtube that stay on youtube forever you yeah. know like that's it's a good point they don't they don't go anywhere. It's they're not seasonal. It's not like you. They're only up for thirty days, and you can't watch them again. Well, that would be a very interesting type of uh, oh, yeah. Thing. It's like the, Snapchat the next, meets YouTube. Yeah, the new social media platform. Yeah, the video is only up for one month. It's called month dot ly monthly. Monthly. Are you on monthly? No. Yeah, you put up a video <laughs> and it only stays up for a month. It's invite only. I'll send you one, bro. Yeah. All right. I, all right I'm cool. gonna. We're gonna launch it next month, Lee. <laughs> <laughs> No, I don't know. Well, well, what do you think, Mike? Uh, yeah, I, I feel like I agree with you guys. It's pretty much what you said. It's just you're paying for the work, and then what they like, what they do with it. Why? Why do you care what they do with it? As long as you got paid what you think you should have got paid to make it, then mm-hmm. it like it's it's not really any different from all the other stuff, as you said. Because once you give them the video, you're not controlling what they're doing with it usually. So if they want to use it every year, then cool. Yeah. I mean that's uh, that's that's the name of the game. There really is no other answer. I will say I'm reading the comments and the person <laughs> the person who asked the question, everyone was like, "There's no upcharge. That's just how it works." And every like and the person keeps responding and they're like, "Well, here's the thing. I see blah blah blah, and people break down the prices like this." And the other person's like, "Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, everyone is telling you that there is no th- but what's, thing." But <laughs> what's what's the other scenario? Like, is is there a scenario where? you make something for someone and you do control how they use it. It's like, there's no other, that's just normal. Yeah. Yeah, That sounds like someone very green to the business. Like that's once again, I understand wanting that extra money because you can see the value in that video. Mm -hmm. But like, then you, 
you can make your day right higher, but you can't tell them, oh, I'm charging you extra because you're going to use this video. Look, at oh, the end duh, of the, they're going to use at it. At the end of the day, just fucking you're the one who controls how much you're asking for. Yeah. So you don't have to tell them why you're asking for exactly. it. If you think that it deserves to be a more expensive project because it's one and done. Yeah. Then fucking charge more. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know what to tell you. Like, but because that's true. It does go the other way. Like when we have, for example, like when we have projects, those highlight videos we do for Major League Soccer, yeah. those are weekly, right? Mm -hmm. So the price is different because they're weekly because we know this is a long term <clears throat> job, yeah. right? It's like this is March to November. That's a long time. And for that, the price can come down because it's long term. But when it's like a one off thing, sometimes maybe price will come up. Who knows? Right. Exactly. But it's uh it's it, these things. These things are are very very straightforward. Don't know why they're having trouble with it, right? Who knows? I mean, it is a forum, and people have questions. Yeah, the you got to be there as a professional will to help say, them out. They were um they were not having it. They were going. They kept they, they kept they, responding. Yeah. Everyone was like, dude, they got in their feelings about it. They did. They wanted to hear one answer, and they got the other one. Yeah, and they weren't ready for it. Um, yo. That's Yo. it. That's it. The episode has come to a close. Damn. Um, it's oh, really sad. People need to be leaving uh, voicemails. Yeah, we fucked up. So normally we're supposed to start the show this way, but mm -hmm. please, please. Send well, I was it. late. I was late. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's, that's on me. You threw everything off, I man, did, dude. Yeah, Alan you, doesn't know our socials. Alan, they don't yeah, even have. Uh, they don't. They don't have social media in England. Well, he can't call us because it would be long distance. I think because of because oh. of Brexit, they got rid of social media. Yeah, that's yeah. that makes a if lot of sense. If you're Alan, you need to dial plus one. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> then. Uh, 3332-333-4361. That's right. That's this is real hotline. Yeah, and you might get a voicemail saying buzz, that buzz. this is Chris with Shishkin Productions, but that's not true. That's not even the one that I got when I what that's when, that's so weird that you called, got my it was personal, your personal voicemail. So I, I accidentally gave, I might have accidentally given away his personal phone number. Oh my god. You basically did because the the phone <laughs> the, like the, it forwards to my phone. Like I only have one phone. Are you, you gonna give me a work that. phone? Yeah. I will. Okay. I'll get you one. A little All flip right. phone. A little, little flip phone. A cool. burner. <laughs> this is a real hotline. Is a burner phone. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Call us to leave a message or to buy drugs. Yeah, exactly. Or like we'll tweet off of it too. It's what a if we Twitter always got account. flip phones? That'd be pretty cool. Flip phones are coming Remember back. Remember when we had the walkie talkies? I, I, I actually still have mine. The okay. Nokia? Oh, we did have walkie talkies. I forgot Wait, about you that. you two had them together? Yeah, we had walkie talkies. And like they actually in the last worked. two years? There was like an extremely yeah. short period of time where we used the walkie talkies. They like, they worked across from apartment to apartment, but yeah. then the batteries died. And I think I lost one. One from, I don't know. Yeah. We could actually get them again. When I said I still have Let's it, that, that, that means that I think I still have it, but I have no idea where it is. You, I think you live too far away. Damn. I don't think you can get in on it. I know they have I mean, some like long range ones like they go up to like a mile. Here's the thing. You could move be, like in order to get it within range. You should move. I should yeah, move. I just <laughs> moved, but I'm going to move again. Um. All right. Where can they find us? Oh, they can find us at Sizzle Real Gang on Twitter and Instagram. They can find us at Sizzle Real Gang at gmail.com on email. What else we got? We have a Shishkin Productions TikTok. It is at Shishkin Productions. That's right. We even have, what is what is Shish Prod? We have a Shish Prod. What's that for? Oh, that's Twitter. Twitter. That's Twitter. That is one it, literally in the bio says we don't post anything. Yeah, we don't post anything. Like Sizzle Real Gang on Twitter. Uh, Anchor.fm. Leave us a message. Yeah, Anchor.fm slash Sizzle Real Gang. 332-333-4361. Call that number. Call me message. directly. Leave a message if I pick up, you know. just. Oh, just, that, that, that's a real number? I thought you made that up before. No, that's no, real. It's, that's it's a real it definitely number. sounded like you just made that up at the first it's time. It's real. It's real. Right. My bliss, you should call 332-333-4361 right now. 
Yeah, you promo can code sizzle. Promo code sizzle. If you say sizzle, oh, you got to say pancakes. I think that pancakes, was an old inside oh, yeah. joke. Plant leaf. There's a lot of things you can Plant do. Plant leaf. Um, my my one thing I will say, and this is on me, and we need Air Vince one to to help because I'm social a, media a, genius. A, social media is a sinking ship for the sizzle reel. The last time I updated Instagram was episode twenty six. Wow. So it's been a, it's been a month and a half. Have we st- have we even made the <laughs> our, even, our animations? No, I, d- oh, I haven't done anything. No. I haven't even put the I didn't Slacking. even put the March Madness finale the March Madness finale up. The wow. last one's up is March Madness round two. That's Twitter. I'm a, I'm a week behind on Twitter. Soon to be two weeks. It's I'm not a social media guy. A week know? behind. We're gonna go ahead and get a Vince a loose uh, bowel. You know what we're gonna do? Let's play ourselves out with a little bit of Sting. You guys want to hear some Sting? I love Sting. Here we go. Let's do it. Thanks, guys, for listening. And we... That's Cheap Trick. Yeah, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening, guys. And we will see you next time. Chris, you ever heard of Smells Like? Smells Like? Yeah, Smells Like. They're a Brooklyn-based candle company, and they're taking the world by storm. Are they storming the Capitol? They're not storming the Capitol, but they may be storming your living room with their candles. All you got to do is go to SmellsLikeBK.com, type in the code SIZZLE, and you're going to get 20% off. Damn, 20%? 20% off. That's a deal. These are some fucking sick candles, too. I would even go as far as saying they're fucking lit. Fucking lit? Yeah, and that's because that was their flagship scent that they developed last year. Fucking Lit is probably my favorite scent from them, and it contains tobacco, whiskey, sandalwood, white cedar. You're going to get all of that just from Fucking Lit. That is Fucking Lit. Go get it at SmellsLikeBK.com. Use the code SIZZLE. Hey, Lexi, let me ask you. Mm. You make a mean cocktail or no? I'm pretty bad at making cocktails. One time I tried to have a Kahlua party, and everyone brought over a bunch of Kahlua, and it was way too sweet, and we did not have a good time. Did you mix anything with it? I don't know what we were thinking, but you know what we should have done? We should have gotten some Wandering Bar, man. Oh, dude, you should have gotten the FOMO. The FOMO? Yeah, it's a vodka pineapple sling from Wandering Bar, man. Oh, so you can just like shake it up in the bottle, open it, and boom, you have a cocktail ready to go. Exactly, and it's so delicious. Where can I find it? Just go to wanderingbarman.com, click on locations, and it'll tell you bars, liquor stores, and anywhere else that you can find them. Oh, wow, Wandering Bar, man. Yeah, Wandering Bar, man. Shishkin Productions Podcast.